0: Ready to elevate your range day or hunting trip? Silencers are the best upgrade you can make to your firearm, and yes, they're completely legal. Silencer Shop makes getting your suppressor easier than ever. Silencer Shop is the nation's largest suppressor distributor, and they'll help get your new suppressor quickly and easily. Suppressor approvals are coming back faster than ever, often in just a few days. Silencer Shop guarantees an exceptional experience with their top-notch customer service, unbeatable prices, and renowned submission simplicity and accuracy. They partner with over 6,000 local gun stores nationwide to ensure easy access to the best suppressors. And, at Silencer Shop, a portion of your online purchase supports your favorite gun stores directly. In just 5 minutes, you can have your fingerprints and paperwork ready to go, thanks to the Silencer Shop kiosk. There is nothing easier. If you're not using Silencer Shop, you're working too hard for your suppressors. The one-and-done solution for your suppressor needs ensuring a headache-free purchase. Explore Silencer Shop for your next Suppressor Edition and immediately open your eyes to a better shooting experience.
1: Well, it's the start of another week. Today, Monday, September 18th. Welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. Up first, the United Auto Workers have indeed launched a strike against the big three U.S. automakers, now in its fourth day. We'll explore why this standoff isn't just significant for the union and the automakers, but also for you, the driver and consumer. Next, we turn to the Far East, where the sudden disappearance of China's defense minister sparks international speculation and intrigue. Meanwhile, North Korea leader Kim Jong-un has wrapped up his six-day jaunt to Russia, returning home aboard the Rocketman Express. The Russian visit and summit with Vladimir Putin is being analyzed by Kremlin watchers for any signs that a significant arms deal has either been inked or is in the works. Then, in our Back of the Brief segment today, the Department of Homeland Security announces a record-breaking intervention stopping 160 individuals on the terror watch list from illegally entering the U.S., marking a startling increase from last year's numbers. But first, today's PDB Spotlight. We're entering the fourth day of the face-off between the United Auto Workers and the big three automakers. Workers from General Motors, Ford and Stellantis, formerly Fiat Chrysler, have gone on strike. For the first time, Workers are striking against these unionized titans of U.S. automaking simultaneously. However, there's a twist. This is a targeted strike. Workers from three plants, one from each company, have left their positions to join the picket lines. For GM, it's the Wentzville, Missouri plant. For Stellantis, it's the Toledo plant. And for Ford, it's the Wayne, Michigan operation. And the rift? Well, it's deep. UAW President Sean Fein revealed a vast chasm in the negotiations, and yes, I, I did just use the word chasm, noting that a massive 80% of union demands haven't even been touched on by the automakers. As for this past weekend, Ford and General Motors have been deep in discussions, with Stellantis set to join the conversation on Monday. Digging into the details, here's the financial tug of war. All three companies have offered a twenty percent raise over the contract's duration, front-loaded with a ten percent boost. However, the union isn't content. They aim for an immediate twenty percent increase, followed by four additional five percent raises spread over four years. Now, lest you think that a UAW strike really only impacts auto workers and automakers, here's where it hits home for all of us. To begin with, Expect economic aftershocks that extend beyond the auto industry. Thousands of workers stepping away creates ripples across a variety of sectors. We're talking service providers, delivery and transportation workers, local diners. And with each strike day, the automakers hemorrhage revenue, raising the specter of potential layoffs. And what about the financial markets? Maybe you hold shares in these companies, or your your pension fund does. Brace for potential fluctuations. A prolonged strike could drag their values downward, affecting everyone from individual shareholders to major investment firms. Also, if you're thinking of buying an American car, now might not be the best time. Dealers might soon face leaner inventories, and if you're in the market, that might translate to heftier price tags. Plus, if you are already picked out your ride, prep for potential delivery delays. So while this might seem like a world away in auto plants and union halls, its impact could pull right into your driveway. There's also the political ramifications. If the strike expands to other facilities and extends beyond just a week or two, expect the Biden White House to look for ways to bring the two sides together. At the outset of the strike, President Biden made public comments backing the UAW and calling on the automakers to do better at sharing their robust revenues. That is what you would expect after Biden has declared repeatedly since his election that he's the most pro-union president ever. But if the strike drags on, causing problems for the economy at a time when the administration is still trying to get inflation under control, it's likely the White House will quietly pressure the UAW to ease up on some demands in order to settle. All right, up next two developing stories from the far east that we're watching closely. First, China's defense minister remains conspicuously absent from the public eye for over two weeks now, stoking whispers and speculation. And North Korea's Kim Jong-un wraps up his six-day sojourn in Russia and heads back home with some interesting items in his gift bag. I'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Did you know that a recent survey found that seven in ten parents Get an average of three hours of sleep a night in their baby's first year. I don't know. That sounds like like a lot more sleep than we got during our baby's first year. Mothers, you deserve quality sleep. And here's how you can make that happen. Cozy Earth. Discover the secret to better sleep with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding products. And now here's an exclusive Mother's Day. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. It's a Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use code PDB for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Cozy Earth bedding products are crafted with temperature-regulating technology. It's adapting to your body's needs through all phases of motherhood. They use only the very best fabrics, materials, and weaves, offering superior softness that invites you to sink into a world of comfort. We use these sheets of the Baker compound, and I am telling you, they are terrific. And Cozy Earth stands by the quality and longevity of its products. Enjoy a 100-night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty on all purchases. That's a 10-year warranty. Built to last of the hardest days and the longest nights of motherhood. Incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance sleep quality and overall wellness. This Mother's Day, treat your mom to the luxury, come on, she deserves with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear. Head over to CozyEarth.com and use promo code PDB for 35% off. After placing your order, select Podcast in the survey and then select PDB in the drop-down menu that follows. Welcome back to the President's Daily Brief. It's the mysterious case of the disappearing defense minister. China's Li Shangfu, who's held the office since March of this year, has vanished from the public eye. It's been over two weeks since he's been seen stoking a firestorm of rumors, especially after a summer that saw high-level changes within the Communist Party's top brass. And as previously discussed here on the PDB, Xi Jinping recently faced some highly unusual and rare criticism from party elders during an annual meeting. Here's where it gets even more intriguing. U.S. officials have chimed in, hinting that Li might be caught in a corruption probe, possibly leading to his ousting. Yet when posed with a million-dollar question about Li's whereabouts, the Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson, Mao Ning, played it cool, saying, I'm not aware of the situation. (laughs) Li isn't just the first top-tier official to pull a vanishing act. Let's rewind to July. Qin Gang, once China's foreign minister, dropped off the radar only to be dramatically booted from his role a month later. And just weeks before Li's disappearance, China's military, the People's Liberation Army, saw a sudden shakeup. Two head honchos, I I believe that's the correct term, honchos, of its rocket force, the big guns overseeing China's stash of nuclear and ballistic missiles, were moved out. One of those commanders also pulled a Houdini, just like Minister Shang Fu, being MIA for several months before the switch. With all these shakeups and mysterious absences, one thing's clear there's palace intrigue within Xi's regime. Now there's a large cottage industry of China analysts currently working overtime to parse these various shakeups and personnel moves, and it all primarily centers on the key question. Is Xi secure in his hold on the party, or is there growing concern with his leadership, particularly in light of China's slowing and troubled economy? All right, Kim Jong-un's week-long visit to China is in the history books. As of Sunday, the North Korean leader was chugging back home by way of his family's megatrain after wrapping up some final meetings with Russian officials. So, you ask yourself, how did it go? According to North Korea's state news, this trip signals a fresh heyday of friendship, solidarity, and cooperation between North Korea and Russia. Similar sentiments were expressed by Russian state news agencies. So, a lot of hugs and air kisses between two countries that obviously aren't on the best terms with the West. But what did the two leaders really agree upon? That's what matters here. The answer is, well, we don't fully know. U.S. Army General Mark Milley, who chairs the Joint Chiefs of Staff, thinks the partnership might result in North Korea sending Soviet-era artillery rounds to Russia. Now, will this make a dent in Russia's invasion against Ukraine? Milley isn't so sure. He says while it's not a good thing, obviously, he doubts it would be a game-changer. And one last interesting detail to put a bow on our coverage of the Kim-Putin summit. The North Korean leader didn't leave Russia empty-handed. Putin sent him off with some parting gifts. Oh, that's nice. We're talking about body armor that's lighter than its known counterparts, plus, and here's where the swag bag goes from good to great, five kamikaze drones, a reconnaissance drone, and special clothing that makes you invisible to thermal imaging. Bizarrely, that reads exactly like my Christmas wish list. The only thing missing was a couple of sharks with laser beams on their heads for Kim's Evil Lair Aquarium. All right, in today's Back of the Brief segment, some sobering numbers from America's southern border. Federal law enforcement has reportedly stopped a record-breaking 160 individuals on the terror watch list from making their way across U.S. borders illegally. We'll dig in to uncover the significance of this surge in interceptions and what it means for national security. I'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Have you ever walked into a room and immediately admired the best-dressed person there? Of course you have. Now, as the kids say, they they got their fit going on. Okay. I I have no idea whether that's what the kids actually say. I just just heard it once. Anyway, picture this. It's wedding season, right? So, you're at a wedding. You've been invited. You're not crashing it, and all eyes are on the bride and groom. But you, well, you're turning heads, too, because you're the best-dressed person in the room. Now, Yeah, you don't want to steal the bride's thunder, so maybe dial it back a bit, but you get my point. So how do you orchestrate this situation? Well, you do it with Indochino. With Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks, even though their suits start at just $499. Now, let me tell you about the process of customizing and ordering with Indochino. You can design the suit that you want and fine-tune every detail. From lapels to linings, it's all online. When the suit arrives, you'll be knocked out by the quality of the fabric and the perfect fit. Look your best this wedding season, at the table or on the dance floor or or dancing on the table, whatever you choose to do, just be careful, when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code BAKER, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you thought it would be, to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's Indochino.com, promo code BAKER. Welcome back to the PDB. In today's Back of the Brief, the Department of Homeland Security in the US has released some startling statistics. This fiscal year, a record-breaking 160 individuals on the terror watch list were stopped from sneaking into the United States. That's a steep climb from the 98 potential threats halted just last year. Now, for added context, in 2021, only 16 individuals on that list were detained at the border. Dial it even further back, and we'd see years with as few as half a dozen watchlisted individuals in a 12-month span. Now, what makes these figures all the more concerning is that these are just ones we managed to stop. According to Customs and Border Patrol numbers, there have been 1.7 million known gotaways since President Biden took office. Now, because they got away, we have no idea how many of those 1.7 million individuals are also on the terror watch lists. But odds are, the number isn't zero. Look, border security is going to play a key role in the 2024 U.S. presidential elections, particularly as record numbers of migrants make their way to a variety of cities across America, drawing on already stretched-thin city resources for housing and healthcare and education. The fact is, every nation works to maintain secure borders, to monitor and vet those entering their country. If you have open or semi-open or porous borders, you've got a major national security problem. To be fair, successive U.S. administrations have done a poor job at either improving immigration policies or securing the border, or at times, both. Republicans argue that Democrats, by their limited efforts to secure the border, are in favor of open borders and are contributing to the chaos currently on display in some of America's largest cities. Democrats accuse the Republicans of being anti-immigrant or the usually argument-ending accusation of being racist. Look, it's not rocket science. You can have secure borders and a fair immigration policy. It just takes hard work, intelligent thought, and compromise between the political parties. Yeah, good luck with that. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Monday, 18 September. If you have any questions or comments, reach out to us at pdb at the We read and appreciate every note. I'm Mike Baker. Until tomorrow, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool.